Welcome to the Fit for Life podcast, the show where we learn a bit more about being happy in the body we have, taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. I'm James, and this is Fit for Life. Episode 18, Sleep. It's funny that I'm sitting down to do this episode after a rough night of sleep, especially considering how many good nights I've had lately. My routine is to be in bed by 12 a.m. I'll read for 30 minutes, asleep almost immediately after, wake up just before my 9 a.m. alarm. I may briefly wake up here and there to adjust, but this is the best sleep I remember having. And the reasons why are dumb. I really wish it were magic or rocket science, but it's not. It's the same super easy things that we've been told to do by commercials and experts, and we ignore them. Number one, settle down. I want to tell you to turn off your screens, but even I don't do that. So I'd rather suggest finding something chill to have on your screens. No TV shows, news, Twitter. If ASMR works for you, great. It doesn't do anything for me. Instead, we just try to find something similar. There's a content creator named Teha Types. He's a streamer who builds keyboards. And before you look at me weird, understand it's incredibly chill and weirdly meditative. We typically start this process around 10 p.m. and wrap up between 11 or 11.30 p.m. At that point, phones go on do not disturb. Alarms already set and they sit face down until the morning. Number two, no caffeine in the evening. I don't care how desensitized the caffeine you are. If you're having trouble getting a good night's sleep, this is likely a part of it. I've already discussed in a previous episode that I cut out coffee. And prior to that, I was very much on the side of coffee doesn't bother me. But this time, cutting out caffeine completely woke me up to just how much it was impacting me. I went one month without any caffeine, at which point I reintroduced a small amount in the morning, typically less than one cup of coffee. I've tried more, but I seem to have lost the enjoyment of coffee, and that means that the caffeine just doesn't seem to sit well either. So, back to how this impacts sleep. Since all my caffeine intake is before lunch, it's well out of my system by the time I'm headed to bed. Some sources say no to caffeine after 3, some say as late as 6. Your results may vary. However, I'll use last night as an example. I've added to my drinks a zero-calorie soda called Zevia. I use them to give me something sweet without needing a full soda. Anyways, I bought the variety pack, which mostly consists of fruity flavors. Almost all of these are caffeine-free. But last night at dinner, I grabbed one that had caffeine, and I was wired until 3 or 4 a.m. You may think it was a sweetener in Zevia, but I've had it before with no issue. The biggest difference in my day was the unintentional caffeine. So while this may not have been the most scientific evaluation, I'm still going to play it safe and err on the side of scientists who recommend avoiding coffee at night. Number three, control your environment. Maybe turning off your screens is a part of this, but after that step, the next thing to consider is noise, light, and temperature. For noise, our house and neighborhood are pretty quiet. Maybe some creaking, rustling, or a small chihuahua wandering around the room. There's not a lot of noise to deal with, and it's definitely better than when we lived in apartments, but either way, we have a big fan running every night. Sure, it moves air around, but it also creates consistent white noise, which eliminates or reduces the impact of the majority of small sounds that would wake us. I can't recommend this enough. For the light, controlling your space could mean blackout curtains, covering your clocks, blocking night lights, or unplugging them. Or even more simply, I purchased one of those sleep masks. It covers my eyes, it's super comfortable and breathable, and blocks out all light. It's easy. Make fun of me if you will. I'm sleeping like a baby, I don't care. It was a super cheap solution and eliminated all my light issues, and this is such a great way to control the situation and allow me to sleep through the night. So, 
Those are a few of my tips for a better night's sleep. Probably nothing you haven't heard before, and sure, taking control of your sleep schedule is easier said than done, and if you're still struggling to sleep and haven't tried these steps before, what's it going to hurt? Maybe it's time to give it a shot. They really are minor changes we've been told to make for years. And lastly, naps. Don't skimp on naps. If you can find a few minutes during the day, it's a great little reset button. I typically crash during my lunch, but I absolutely love curling up and throwing on my sleep mask. It recharges my batteries and gets me energized for the rest of the day. So what are you gonna try? Any of these hot tips making their way into your routine or were they a snore fest? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send me an email at livefit at fitforlifepodcast.com. If you made it this far, thank you for taking the time to spend some of your day with me. If you enjoyed the show, a great way to show support is to simply click that subscribe button. You'll be notified every time a new episode comes out. But that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. I'm James, and this is Fit for Life.